the deadline to sign up for our fantasy basketball leagues is Friday, October 12th at 5 p.m. That's this Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. To sign up for fantasy basketball, go to patreon.com slash fastbreakbreakfast. All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here once again with my buddies Chuck and John. Hey now. The episode we've been waiting for. Season five, hey now. Season five, episode one. Mm. Let me get it. How is it different than the end of season four? Eh. I it's think very similar. Don't ask Keith's wife. Six six <laughs> days ago was the end of season four. This is when Keith. This is when Keith gets postpartum for the off season. Yeah, Keith really only enjoys the big three, <laughs> summer league, and uh, what is the other thing? The tournament. Does the tournament, tournament exist anymore? I stopped watching the tournament after that Vanderbilt team broke my heart by pulling out the day of the tournament. Mm. They did what now? If if they would have won the tournament. And I know that's a big deal since Overseas Elite has never lost a tournament game. Mm-hmm. I, I was poised to make like $12,000 or something. Really? Wow. I was like the seventh booster. That's I would have been all in on that because I saw Keith Byers score 41 points in a game once. Uh, Derek Byers. Derek Byers. Keith Byers. Keith Byers used to play <laughs> for the Dolphins. Keith Byers and Kimball Anders. More, more, more famous for the Eagles. I always think of Keith Byers as an Eagle. That's true. Look, Chuck's got his thing. Mm-hmm. Chuck his Miami thing. Miami thing. You know, yeah, we're back with the Over Under show. Which is, this is our, I think this is our favorite show to do. It's the very first show we ever did. Yeah. Uh, four years ago, doing the over-unders, where we raced to get the episodes up, I believe, on the first day of the season. Maybe three games that had already been played the day before. Yeah. We were like, we got to start this podcast. We got to start it now. Yeah. The season has started. The procrastination led us here. We're under the gun a lot. We do a lot of the last-minute kind of deals where we just get together when we absolutely have to. We're morons. So in Chuck and John's brains, it's last minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, 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 I... I told you. I told you four months ago. This episode would come out on this, the Thursday. On a razor's the edge. No, it's true. But you said what? We got here. Yeah, last year our overrunners weren't our best. Again, J- John citing. Oh. Well, it, it snuck up on me. Day of the show. I'm uh-huh. like, we've we've talked about this for weeks. Oh uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Keith told me three minutes before we went on. It's overrunners time. I went. Oh no! It was not good. But I've put in the work this time. Yeah. I did them all last night. And this then woke up this morning, redid them all. So, so John's <laughs> done a lot of work, upset that he uh, did not do well last year. Uh, Chuck is pretty much unemployed, so he's put in the work. Uh, I like Th- to consider myself semi-retired. That's right. You're That's still going to be fired from the gut, though. Uh-huh. I don't want too much research. Straight from my belly biology. That's it's right. From the middle of my belly. <laughs> all right. So before- better soundtrack: uh, Romeo Must Die or Belly? Belly. It's close though, isn't it? Belly has Here Comes the Boom. Here Come. Uh-huh. DMX's reggae remix. Uh-huh. Keith is looking at me. Boom and here bouncing. Comes, here Comes the Boom is a song by P.O.D., the Christian rap rockers. Th- that is oh, correct. Keith, uh, <laughs> I like what's going on. These Keith are, is Keith is those the are, youth of the nation. Those are this. It's in the same <laughs> era. Two different groups of people listen to Here Comes the Boom differently. That's right. I was in the back I, of a, a Chevy smoking blunts in eighth grade. Jeep Grand Cherokee, very similar situation. <laughs> 
Shout I, out Big Cam. I was on the pre- not the rapper, the friend. <laughs> I was on the pre breakout ascent of POD. I saw POD. So you like POD person. when they were really not cool? <laughs> How long right. before they were not cool? How long were they? I like POD before they were. They not were. Cool. They, they were pretty. They were. They were pretty long. Oh, so he had the dreads going when you saw him on. His I mean, when I upward d- swing. D- there, there was definitely I would say age seventeen to eighteen. Keith went and saw a few Christian hardcore shows. DC and, Talk and POD, DC Talk. Newsboys. Newsboys did try to grab on to some of that rocking edge. No, uh-huh. they were they were they were more the straight lace. Tell like me, did you ever dabble with Carmen? <laughs> Carmen is hilarious. So, so this is funny. This is now we're very <laughs> off base. <laughs> Carmen. I thought was hilarious when I was very um, devout evangelical Christian. Mm-hmm. I thought Carmen was funny because he was a straight up fascist. Mm-hmm. Like all of our Christian friends were like, "This is crazy. Have you seen this guy? That's hilarious." <laughs> now grown up, it's just like, "That's crazy. Have you seen this guy? These people are pure evil." <laughs> so like that's the difference. Well, again, I remember being like in youth group. We would watch Carmen videos and thought it was hilarious. <laughs> like, Guys, this is like Nazi propaganda. So isn't good. It, and, and again, to us, we were like, isn't that funny? Because normal Christians aren't like this. We shouldn't be worried. Mm. Was well, our, well, I, don't now, I don't know. And now it's like, oh, no, Carmen was just straight uh, fascism. But anyway, very, very uh, POD good put, put on some good, some good like, you know, warehouse shows, you know, back, b- town. B- back, back in the day. <laughs> but it was, uh, but anyway, they got, they got, got to play Rocket Town once. They got really big. Was not ever allowed to play Rocket Town again. So was that Michael W. Smith's little mm-hmm. venue here, skate park and uh, Christian music venue in Nashville? Definitely snuck booze in there. Definitely got told we would never be back. <laughs> Whoopsie! Oh man, heavy, heavy on the Christian music uh, talk this morning. That's right. Well, we're from Nashville. We know our demographic. It's hard, it's hard to it's hard to go out drinking and not run into a Christian uh, singer. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> anyway, speaking or a of singer named Christian. Breakfast guys. Did we have breakfast? You know it. What'd you have, Chuck? Man, I went with some cereal today. Oh. Uh, cinnamon Toast Crunch, the goat cereal. Uh, it's Cinnamon Toast, toast crunch. crunch. Yeah. I know the person whose dad made that jingle. Go on. Yeah, they live in Nashville, and uh, ironically enough, you know them too. Are they in DC? Who, who made that cre- Who made that jingle? Uh, do you know Brandon Harris? Yes, that's his, incredible. His dad. That's amazing. Cinnamon Toast Crunch Jingle Rider. That Jingle Rider lives in Nashville, and we should meet him, and we should have him on the show. No. Okay. But cool. uh, that, would be a, <laughs> that would be a different twist for our show. Yes. But I, I mean, I like the idea. I like where your head's at. <laughs> I thought meeting the man who was Tony the Tiger was the greatest, but I think you just one up me, sir. Yeah. But that is a good cereal, if I recall. Oh, does, that re- does that wreck your mouth? No. You, you gotta let you mean, you mean the, like hurt your mouth? the roof of your mouth? Like like Captain Crunch just destroys oh, the, yes. the flesh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch kind of dissolves in the milk, if right? You, yeah, it's like if you go too hard to your grape nuts before they've had time to set. You gotta let them set. Yeah. It's like uh it's like a steak after you take it off the grill. You gotta let it rest. Oh yeah. And <laughs> you cinnamon you cinnamon toast crunch. Sear in the juices of cinnamon mm-hmm. toast crunch. Otherwise you're just gonna eat like you're just basically eating shards of rock, you know, dipped in milk. But the best part of the cinnamon toast crunch is the milk. When you're done with it, you have all the cinnamon sugar that floats around, and it tastes like a dirty chai latte. In a startling coincidence, my breakfast also is famous for a jingle. Arby's Giro. <laughs> very, very, uh, very filling breakfast. It wasn't a breakfast at all. I do have a customer service story, though. Is uh, that like a breakfast? Not really. <laughs> Keith's from rolled Arby's? his eyes three times. We'll move on to Keith's breakfast. From Arby's? Oh, no, please. <laughs> Customer service, uh, please. Oh, man. One of our most famous stories is uh, Keith's tire change story. 
My, I, I was able, uh, so I was getting something printed for us, and I had my headphones on, and uh, it was going poorly. It was getting to be very expensive, and I couldn't quite understand why. And I had my headphones on. I had one headphone in, one headphone out, because I'm a piece of trash, and I hate myself for it in in retrospect. <laughs> and uh, I'm listening to uh, Ain't Nobody by Chaka Khan. Love it. And I realize my 62-year-old Kinko's employee, she probably weighs more than me, rather heavy set woman. Uh, probably 65 to 55 black woman. I realized maybe if I tell her she kind of has a Chaka Khan thing going on, this can sort of start helping <laughs> this price gouging that is happening. And by and I tell her, and she's very happy, very flattered by it. And by the end of it, uh, about 40% off of our printing, which that's nice. It was so expensive. It was one of those things where I was like, well, I'll just have to pay for this myself because I cannot charge this to <laughs> To, to the yeah, podcast. Pay, pay, it's too much. Paying full price would have, you know, put you through the fire. Yeah. I like how John texted us and is like, guys, did FedEx buy Kinkos? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I think, I think, I assume that came from John was like Googling Kinkos. Like, where's the Kinkos? I can't find a Kinkos. All these are FedExes. No, I went to the Kinkos or what yeah. I thought was a Kinkos and it was a FedEx. Now I was like, what the heck? Yeah, it happened in that 2004, was, John. 15 years As ago. we've learned, I have some very startling holes in my uh, <laughs> knowledge base. In my well. <laughs> <laughs> the wells run dry. My my breakfast also was more along the lines of an Arby's sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was a uh, a very dry bit of uh, a Wits barbecue sandwich. Ooh! Again, I uh, they have no line. Yeah, and uh, their their sandwiches are two dollars on Wednesdays. Oh, <laughs> and I'm just oh. like I will like I will get this. I got potato salad as a side because it's uh, less messy to eat in a car Key. than beans. So, so the Arby's I went to is right by a Wits. Oh, really? Do you think that my Arby's was incredibly cheap? Uh, two gyros for $3. Do you think that was in response to the wits right down the street? Could mm. be. That's, that's an incredible rate that I would pursue. Because it was like a, she said through the thing, like, today only our gyros, three, two over $3. I was like, what? Yes. I will say, since we're in the fast uh, food portion of the right. show, before we move to our apologies, uh, big news for the Baby Dungeon. Mm-hmm. They're uh, apparently adding a Chick-fil-A less than one mile from Ooh, here. Ooh, that's big. Less than one mile from my house. If you thought you couldn't feel worse about eating a 1,000-calorie meal, go to Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure my home value just went up 12%. <laughs> <laughs> like, eat comfortably. Yeah. Especially if it's like uh, supplanting like a ethnic restaurant. Oh <laughs> wow! Taking over the crystals. When you're right, you're right. <laughs> the, the the crystals moved out. Apparently, there's a Chick Fil A coming. <laughs> it's crystals ethnic. So close. I was thinking Ethiopia, but yeah. No, crystals is not. <laughs> crystals has free Wi Fi. That doesn't work. I know that because I went to one to try to upload something recently when the power was out of my when house. When your house was struck. when we lost power for three days. I'm not by Hurricane Dwight Howard. I'm b- to bring up uh, Gordon uh, Hayward digital services in fast food restaurants. I went to McDonald's. I've gone to McDonald's a dozen times, tried to use their app. Every time I'm in the McDonald's, it doesn't work. Do you do it in the parking lot and then it works? I'll do it off-site, have it ready so when I go into the drive-thru, or if I order online, you can order from your phone and just pick up your when food. When it comes now, to ordering dangerous. fast food, there is a subtle perfection in every chuck action. Mm-hmm. But they, it's weird. It's like they know I'm in the building, so they don't want the coupon code to work, and they think I'll just give up. But no, I'm getting that. Extra Big Mac for you, one dollar. You may be onto something there, Mister Ronald, yeah. CEO of McDonald Enterprises. What a crock! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what a what a Ray crock! That's right. <laughs> All right, uh, those are our breakfasts. After our breakfasts, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right. 
what we might have gotten wrong in any previous episode. Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? Not only has Chuck, and I think you, been totally outpacing me in Game of Scones this offseason, Chuck's uh, answer to the MVP question was so much better than mine that it's been haunting me. Of course Giannis is the best pick. Yeah. The, everything's at, the story's there. He's young. They're going to improve because of the coach change, I think, almost certainly. And then what I really am thinking about, it, they don't even have to be that great. I think they need to win a number of games about like Russell Westbrook won during his, his MVP season. Right. I think as long as they stay in that like... Which I want to <clears> say <throat> was as many as they won last year, the Bucks. Didn't yeah. they win like 47 or 46? I, I feel like it just has to be... They just need to be in that top three, top four in the East. And he's got it like pretty sewn up because the chances of LeBron really going for the MVP, I, f- I feel, are, are kind of soft. Yeah. I think you've got a different kind of mentality with him there. You're not going to, I don't think you're going to see him play more than 33, 32 minutes a it's, game, which is, is going to affect the Giannis storyline is the best one. Yeah. And that's what you got to do. So that's ever since we finished, I just couldn't get out of my head. I was like, and why didn't I? Oh. Homeboy's got a three point shot. He's been hitting them in, in preseason. Uh-oh. I don't know if you've known this, but the league is now over. If he can just shoot 32% or 31% from three, you, then you have to kind of guard him, and it's a mess. Look, it's, it's I can over. only watch so many Grizz preseason games with moist outlets. <laughs> I have to. But, yeah, I mean, Giannis, and he's kind of building it. Like, his Instagram and all that is kind of tilting towards this greater story, you know. Right. Been working so hard. He's now, like... Dino Bravo muscular. It's terrifying. Oh, my goodness. He almost looks like Mike Bibby. But I, I apologize to the, the world that I couldn't think of something that good. I, mean, I think I said Russell You could Westbrook. be wrong again. I mean, no. this apology could be wrong. When yeah. Antetokounmpo yeah. does nothing. It's, yeah, it's hurt. Coming season. When, when Mike Budenholzer plays, as you said, a regular number of minutes. Right. And not 38. And he doesn't Actually, run, let's, run let's him at point stuff. guard. Yeah. See, what's so great about this apology is I can just apologize for it later. That's the thing. <laughs> we are a never-ending apology Boro, generation. Boros machine you know it's great my apology is similar to when we were doing uh chuck had the game of scones for us um i did very poorly trying to guess guys who averaged 25 points per game and we're not all stars i fired out a couple guys who never even averaged 25 points per game chuck is getting a call from his bookie (laughs) uh and so always say michael red keith whenever it's like that was that when you said michael red i was like oh like game of scones like I said, I said, Antoine, Hawkins, I said Antoine Jameson, he got very, very close to 24.9 points per game. I said Sharif Adurahim, yeah. he, he never got close. He was right. like 22 and a half, nothing. I knew he didn't sniff those All-Star games, though. So I'm sorry for not uh, performing better at the, at the Game of Scones. Performance anxiety. Yep. That's cool. Um, I just uh, want to let, I just want to apologize because earlier today uh, we had practice for the podcast and I, I was verbally challenging you guys, and I was vociferous and emotional. It was at times. vociferous. So vociferous wanna, was the word I was looking for. I just want to say I'm sorry uh, for being that way. Very vociferous. Uh, I just, I'm sorry that all I do is play Fortnite. I'm you, sorry. You, you at one time yelled, "You yelled, you, you bleeping need me." You, yeah. yeah. And I hated to really You're just playing with the scrubs. <laughs> well, Chuck, but if, it's, uh, if you want to stay on this uh, podcast, maybe stop stupping my girlfriend. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. That's my apology, which oh. also ties right into my uh, steak and eggs best thing. Why don't you pocket that steak and eggs best thing? What we got? What I'm saying was those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Uh-huh. Before we get to our steak and eggs best thing, which Chuck so eagerly wants to share with you. Oh, yeah, you. we do our cream of wheat first. We do lots of... No. No. What do we got? <laughs> this is the best first episode. I like this. <laughs> 
Chuck, how how do you not even remember how the order of the show goes? Uh, we, There's we, been we, no off season. We did this show last week. <laughs> we, we did not take a break. And we've done a few of them too. Yeah. And he, we've, always, done th- we've done 300 shows, Chuck. <laughs> he was, and you're completely wrong about the order being, of the show. Being vociferous takes a lot out of you. I just, I'm just so excited about this. Let's, of, let's about slow this down, stuff. Chuck. Normally, I mean, it, 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 for no other reason, that's just how we have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Normally, I, I'm, I, I'm driving from the segments. Mm-hmm. And you, we, you know, we, we plug some things sometimes. Okay, cool. We tell people about the announcements. Now yeah. you're just shaming him. Well, we used to have rundowns. You're mansplaining, Keith. And then I just didn't do the rundowns. <laughs> we did. We did. We did. Used to have a rundowns that were never used. Right. So. And I never added to them. I just anyway. Had, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. This yeah. Is behind, this is behind the scenes episode. <laughs> this is like a Larry Sanders director's show commentary. <laughs> Before we get to the steak and eggs best thing, we have a listener submitted question: the croissant questionnaire. Any questions? Um, yes. Are you going to finish that croissant? Knock yourself out. These are submitted by our listeners, by our Patreon supporters. We just dialed up one. One for you guys. Very important, Chuck. Think hard. Okay. Don't overthink it. Don't underthink it, however. Don't okay. don't just snap reflex answer. I'm always y- about the flow. Young whoever. Hmm. He asks, what are the chances that the Cavs buy into the Ewing theory and somehow have a better record than last year? Buzz. A la the 2012-2013 Nuggets. That team took off after Carmelo Anthony, I believe is what we're referring to. Uh, Can I ring in? Uh, yes, John, go. Uh, zero. The answer is zero. Mm-mm. I'm going under. Uh, zero point zero. Okay. Yeah. It's like uh, Animal House rules. Double that's, secret probation. That's it. Keith. So w- will they? Can they win? He's not saying can they, can they get to the finals. He's saying can they have a better record? So they just got to win fifty games. What are the odds this Cavs team wins fifty games? Astronomical. <laughs> Slim. Three three percent three percent one in thirty three. If you trade Kevin Love last year, the Pacers we thought they were going to win thirty games. They won they won almost almost fifty. We were so wrong about the Pacers. Like Keith Col- wasn't. Keith was not wrong. What if Colin Sexton is incredible? Hmm. I rookie point guards always. I, do I well. was so John. I was sort of right about the Pacers last year, mm-hmm. but also, I mean, truth be told, I was like, I love this over. This team can probably win 34, 34 games. games. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? that guy, yeah. I was like, you didn't see him winning 49 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, this over-under of 30 is ridiculous. I think they can eat. I think that's like my yeah. strongest over. But also, I did not think they'd win 40 games. I don't know the Cavs over-under because we don't know any of them. But that's I'm, right. I think it's probably going to be like 29. I know them. Uh, also, uh, another question. V. Novelli asks. Vincenzo. Would Derrick Rose be the absolute worst hang in the NBA? That guy sucks. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, there is that weird charge thing he had. Yeah. Remember? We got away with it. I do remember. But he did have a pretty gangster line this uh, recently. He was like, I've been in the league 11 years. I you know, hurt my knee in my third year. Most guys would have been retired by now. Um, Despite so I, his horrible charges against him, he does seem like strangely humble about everything that's happened to him. So he doesn't seem, I feel like there are worse hangs. I think that, yeah. And he's, he's got like this tragedy kind of around him. Cause he was given this title 
MVP at such a young yeah. age. But he's, he's, he's and then he, was hurt. He messed so. that up. <laughs> What's that? Well, so then he was hurt. And so then he got yeah. hurt. So it was like you I'm never, sad, yeah. you never, you know, it's part of it that, you know, I would like to drink with him and have a full 440 with him. I I'm don't think kidding. I would, but I can't put him last. No. There's, there's players I'd much rather not hang out with. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Sam Decker. Oh, oh, okay. I was going Spencer Halls, but I like it. Yeah. Sam yeah. Decker Let's breaking. See what you guys are doing. What? Sam Decker breaking ankles in the preseason. Sam Decker annihilating Jason Tatum. Between, <laughs> I know. Put Jason Tatum on the floor. Yeah. Kind of incredible. <laughs> he Just, has the b- amazing disparity between his highlights and lowlights. Never forget his breakaway baubles. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was, a, that was a huge day for conservatives everywhere. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the same day Kavanaugh was confirmed. Man. <laughs> Incredible. It was. Back anyway, for us all. well, uh, I don't think I want to hang out with Derek Rose. I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, it could be some of his. It could, it could be some of his explanations post trial. Just kind of those were bad. Yeah, they, they creeped were creepy. me out. What do you think men do at night? Nah, I don't want to hang out. Whoa. with Whoa, like I don't want to hang out. Play Fortnite. And someone texts you at two a.m. What do you think that means? I don't want to. It means that Keith and I just finished watching a recorded Grizzlies game. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so those two questions were from our Patreon supporters. If you want to submit your own questions, you got to become a Patreon supporter. Also, if you want to join one of our fantasy basketball leagues, last chance. You kind of have to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, you might want to pause this and do it. The deadline for signing up for fantasy league is Friday, October twelfth at five p.m. Eastern. Uh, we have the regular head-to-head leagues. Looks like we're gonna have three. We might push it to four, but we could definitely use two people to sign up. If we get more than that, we can fit you in. No, I problem. will happily helm and win two leagues. And yeah. I am uh, personally apologizing to listener, power listener Jen Mess. Uh, for having a ten o'clock or eleven o'clock p.m. Eastern time fantasy draft tonight, I yeah, like it. She's in Brooklyn. I she's believe. in Brooklyn. It's a little late for a school night. Yeah, so uh, we're sorry. And I, I, there was Jen, the just time set I all your it. values to Spurs players. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, also, if you want to join the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Negative Fantasy League, which is the greatest fantasy league in oh, the world ever created, I was just looking at the projected mm. best players for next year based on mm. the very secret. Formula? Dilly Dilly Brooks? Dilly Brooks is number two. Ah. I actually don't think Dylan Brooks is going to get that much PT. I agree. He was pretty much number two last year because he played a ton. Garrett Uh, Temple going to be on that list this year. Kevin Knox projected the number one. Really? Negative fantasy player. They think he's going to get those those that PT, and he's going to get some shots and probably not going to get blocked steals, assists, and whatever else to bring you down. He's pretty athletic. He's pretty athletic. You can get those blocks and steals. But uh, I was looking at J.R. Smith, still projected high. Marcus Smart, still projected high. Anyway. J.R. Smith and Marcus Smart fighting through eternity and iShop. And iShop. So if you want to play in a negative fantasy league where you get rewarded for when your guy does bad things, Mm -hmm. uh, the more shots you miss, it adds up. Like missing eight shots is, you know, it keeps going up. Wes Matthews is a god. Any Miami Heat player. No, I mean, that changed towards the end of the year. The first half, they stunk. (laughs) Richard yeah. uh, Richard Slow was a good play either way, but now yeah. they, the, the Miami Heat players find a way to be good at both sides of fantasy. I know. So if you want to play in the negative fantasy league, everyone is allowed in this league right now. I think there was thirty six people in this league. <laughs> We're not cutting it off. No. You will see players you did not know exist. Yeah, you you can't roster on Tedekumpo because he'll give you negative ten. You just right. have to take an empty roster spot. <laughs> if, if, if we get that deep, take the L. Uh, anyway, so if you want to get involved with these fantasy things, if I you think want we to... should make a rule where they have to have a full roster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll consider it. Who will monitor that? No, don't um, do it. And if you also sign up at the fantasy. 
basketball level of $5 a month. You also get access to Ground Chuck episodes, the bonus Chuck and John podcast episode that's only available at patreon.com. So we've been doing this for four years. This is season five. If you are a longtime listener, we feel like you owe us money. Maybe just one dollar. <laughs> just give us one dollar. Come out one from pockets, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold a dollar for you. Step up and do that. Uh, but if you do want to play fantasy basketball, you have to sign up by Friday. Do that at patreon.com slash breakfast. Also, if you're buying tickets, it's NFL season. It is hockey season. John went to the Predators, uh, raised the regular season Western Conference Championship banner night. It was mm. a banner day for second place finishes, consolation yep. prizes, and the like. Mm. I'm so going uh, to print up some Grizzlies 2013 Western Conference semifinal champion shirts. you damn right. We're going to sell them. Don't think I didn't <laughs> film those banners <laughs> raising while but cackling. If you are buying Crying. tickets to an NBA event, to a hockey event, to an NFL event, go to SeatGeek.com. Use our code FASTBREAKBREAK. You'll get $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, as you probably know, they collate all the other ticket sites. You don't have to shop anywhere else. They have a color-coded system to show you the best deals. And again, use our code FASTBREAKBREAK, and you will get $20 off your first purchase. If you're going to a Grizzly game, that's pretty much the whole ticket. It is. If you're going to a Predators game, that's tough. You're yeah. going to need a little more, save up a little more money. But Titans games are free. Yeah, support our show. Get yourself some tickets. SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app and use our code FASTBREAKBREAK. All right. Steak and eggs. Best thing. What's the best thing you saw? Speaking of Minnesota, Chuck, you're very inter- Chuck. You're ready. I know you're ready. You have one. Uh, it's coming all all the way back around. It's the Real Housewives of Minnesota. It's beautiful. Uh, Lake Minnetonka is burning. This whole situation is if like uh, Woj tweeted my divorce. Yes. You know what I mean? Like it's all that weird. They still live in the same house. Would your did your ex wife ever ever come back and just dominate your house and say you effing need me? She absolutely. You've never <laughs> met my ex wife. <laughs> um, it's it's very much what's going on. One hundred percent. Yeah, there's somebody trying to hold the hold the family together and one person trying to tear it apart. She demanded a trade. She demanded a trade and she got one. I let her. I let her go for <laughs> contract. We use a stretch provision. <laughs> I got out of alimony. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's been one of the uh, most incredibly dysfunctional and in, uh, enthralling things. That Patreon listeners, he did not get out of alimony. <laughs> no, <laughs> did not. I wish I, I did. I don't understand it. We thought the trade was going to happen weeks ago. We f- this is our fifth podcast a, in a row. We are about to <laughs> commit... To our over-unders. To our over-unders for all time. My having, Minnesota over-under is complex. Having no idea what I got team, no clue what they're going to get I don't back. even know. Like, I assume Vegas has... You can make a bet on the on the Timberwolves over-under. Like, they're not taking it off the board. It's I'm just tr- like, you, I'm just, go- you just roll with it. I set it at 11-T. 11-T. <laughs> yeah, I, it's amazing. One louder. Keith, what's your steak and eggs? Oh, my steak and eggs. Thanks for asking, John. My steak and eggs is... One, I mean, you guys say this isn't my favorite time of the year. This is, this is, I'm so excited. It's palpable. Uh, I love. The, you shave your face. I, I love the sorta. excitement build up to the bad teams. I'm so excited to watch like two Atlanta Hawks games and then be done with them. <laughs> the Kings and such. But also with these bad teams, it starts to get me back in that international stackhouse of pancakes season. Mm. Bad shooting games, boys and girls. We love. We have. Uh, we had the Jabari Parker revenge game where he said he played like doo doo. 
against the Bucks, I believe the Bulls lost by 50 or something. He went one for 12. Uh, and I'm looking at all these, you know, preseason small sample size. I mean, you guys know, one, I love a small sample size. Two, I love b- bad shooting performances. So uh, I just I, love samples. I, you, what you miss was uh, junior samples, free samples. Jimmer Fredette dropping forty-one on the Shanghai sh- uh, for the Shanghai Sharks against Houston. Jimmer dropping forty on forty shots while shooting forty percent and losing by forty. <laughs> Definitely one of the best. That's the 40, break 40, the walls 40. down. Uh, but anyway, so some of these terrible shooters. I was looking at uh, some of the worst shooters in the preseason so far, and uh, reminds me of a song. Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Peter Dinklage. All right, game of scones, and this is obviously difficult. However, there are a lot of guys who are shooting very poorly in the preseason. So what I want to know is who are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Who are the eleven NBA players who are not on minimum deals? Mm-hmm. Who have guaranteed contracts? Caveat. So these are just NBA players, right? Yep. This is not uh, guys I've never heard of going to okay. thirteen. Mm-hmm. Shout out you guy I've never heard of. Uh, this is guys on NBA contracts that are guaranteed who are shooting under twenty five percent from the field on at least uh, twelve attempts. Twelve attempts is the lowest uh, hint. These players are bad at shooting. Mm. So obviously this is pretty hard, but I think you'll get a few. Of It'll these. be fun. Yeah, yeah. So once you strike out, I will mercifully end the game. John, why don't you go first? I'll start with Derrick Rose. Uh, good guess, but no. That's, oh, a, that's a strike. I've, I've heard so much about his horrible preseason. <laughs> um, man. Who's looked bad? I, I've watched two preseason games, um, and one of them was the Suns Warriors, so I'm going to go... There's a Sun on here. Mm. Uh... Marquise Chris? Uh, no, he's on. No the, longer a son. Ooh, he he's played a for Chuck. Yeah. <laughs> he for, he's a rocket now. Oh, man. See? <laughs> ding, ding. No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. Uh, yeah. I will start giving you some hints. That's, uh, this is hard. Uh, I'm going to f- fire one more. Uh, a son? So I get a son. Let me see. He, is, he was an incredibly high eye shot player because he does not shoot. He plays and Alex he doesn't Lynn. shoot. Uh, no, who he played for, Chuck? Uh, Alex Lynn, who we play for? No, he's on the he's on the Hawks. Hawks, he's on the Hawks. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, not. Uh, uh, I'm just gonna stick with the Alex Suns. I'm not guessing the Suns. Is it Josh Jackson? Uh, nope, not Josh Jackson. That's a good guess. Two strikes. He's on the team. Uh, Booker's dead. Uh, I'm not guessing the Suns. I'm going elsewhere. Uh, can I get a D'Angelo Russell? Uh, no, that's incorrect. That's, uh-huh. a, that's a strikeout. Obviously, these are these are difficult. Chucky, let's get one more. Um. Oh, uh, stay on the Suns. We got to no, get no, the Suns. Tyler Johnson has played like garbage this preseason. Nice. That is correct. <laughs> Tyler, just hit me. <laughs> Tyler Johnson in the preseason is five for 27 he from is. the field. And Chuck wins yet another. He's on a run. Game oh. of scones. All right, all right. I got none uh, again. Dear all God. Right, uh, some of these guards aren't shooting very well. Uh, well. This guy was like a top five pick on his second team. Uh, there was all the offseason. He's getting in shape. Uh, Emmanuel Moutier, Moutier. Is, three for, is three for 20. Oh, he's oh, been yeah. starting, too. Uh, That's going to be the, eye shop gold. The son is Dragon Bender, is two for 13. Uh, uh, I, uh, I, this this guy, do not never Google, is uh, 
Five for twenty-seven. Never That's Evan Fournier. <laughs> Never Google uh, the foreman. Uh, Frank Kaminsky. The foreman failed his drug test. Who he are the four for twenty? Are, are there any Grizzlies on this list? Uh, nope, I didn't think so. Uh, this guy um, is now the starting point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers as they chase fifty wins. Young whoever. George Hill, George three Hill. for fifteen. This guy, I want him to play for all thirty teams. Ish. Ish is six for twenty-eight. Uh, this guy was mentioned in the lead-up to the game, Jabari Parker. Slightly embarrassing. Oh, yeah, you actually uh, mentioned that in the run-up. Surprising <laughs> Robin Lopez, and then finally wrapping it up, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. A big man. Oh, MKG. Five for 20. That's embarrassing. I kind of thought you guys would get Michael Kidd-Gilchrist. Rolo. But anyway, that's so, truly uh, painful. pretty much this time next week, we will have an International Stackhouse of Pinkets <laughs> Award. Feels good. And, uh, so that, yeah, that's my best thing. Finally. Guys. I'm a sucker for a good story. One of my favorite stories is like when the old gunslinger's instrument fails him. And I find like a beauty to that. Like the sh- John Wayne's the shootist. He goes out, you know, with his boots on, Doc Holliday, Tombstone. Dwight Howard, <laughs> he finally, he just took his last shot. <laughs> and the thousands and thousands of, not rebounds, but farts, <laughs> have finally defeated his instrument. He has injured his butt. Yeah. There's a He pulled something in the butt. Yeah. There's a, a I like to call it an air separator. It's like a module that's inside your butt. Some call it a, a bunghole. The ass. Good and Lord. It, his his malfunctioned. His his ass. Overuse. I feel like it could be overuse. I feel like this actually goes to Donald Trump's views on exercise, <laughs> where ah. he feels like the human body is much like a zombie. It has a limited number of resources and repetitions it can do. He doesn't believe in, in exercising because he thinks that like wears out the human body till it'll never recover. Once so again, I, Trump has won. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think Dwight may be overuse. I mean, you, you don't you don't ever just use the bathroom and you think like like you're peeing and you're like what if each what if each man is allowed like eighty two thousand urinations? Right. Maybe I, may, just, I'm maybe, over that. And maybe 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 I'm I've, I've blown like seven tonight. Right. Like I, I should be saving these. Maybe uh, it eventually stops working. It's like my Hyundai. Once it goes over eighty thousand miles, it's all it's a free for all. Yeah. Uh, I, I, that's not how the body parts work. But I I'm glad right. it's not. I like the insight into your uh, just, psyche. But you don't just, ever think that. Let's just <laughs> stick it in the old climate change folder. That's it. <laughs> we'll blame it on that. Uh, Chuck, did you do a best thing? Oh, you yeah. did, Minnesota. So that means we're now. What comes next, Chuck? I think it's the worst thing. That's right. Cream of wheat. Cream of After wheat. our steak and eggs, we move to our cream of wheat. Worst of week. What's the worst thing you saw? Two things: calves related, tattoo related. Uh, first of all, uh, the NBA is telling J.R. Smith that he has to cover up his supreme leg tattoo. For those of you not in the know. Supreme is a stupid company that overcharges tremendously for stupid items just because their stupid name is on the stupid item. They sold a Supreme brick for like $5,000. I have no idea what Supreme is, and I wear it like a badge of honor. You should, and that's why our podcast does well. It's a type of pizza. <laughs> it is my usual order. Right. There's. It is uh, also it's my a image comics Superman analog. It's also my favorite kind of nacho, but it's on the back of his leg. It's huge, and the NBA has made a specific uh, effort to get uh, J.R. Smith to cover it up, which seems uh, silly because there's a bunch of players there. Uh, someone uh, did a tweet thread. I forget who 
of all the players that have branded images on their bodies and the NBA never told them to cover it up. Shaq with the Superman logo. JR's being persecuted. It seems like the 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 pipe man has been uh you know put through the ringer. But in his def- in the NBA's defense, he has unleashed the worst tattoos I've ever seen on Jordan Clarkson. That's my second worst of the Jordan week. Jordan Clarkson got tattooed. Jordan Clarkson was a dude with no tattoos. I figure though, if you're you know if you've been in the league long enough or as long as Jordan Clarkson without a tattoo, you're probably afraid of needles. Like yeah. to like Dwayne Wade has no tattoos. He is for sh- certain afraid of getting tattooed. That's why he doesn't have it. He has diseases. Also, probably not allowed in a tattoo shop for health reasons. Right. Jordan Clarkson went ahead and put a neck tattoo on him mm. first thing. Right across the front of his throat. Started with the neck. Started with the neck, and that's what's wrong with these kids nowadays. You didn't. You got to earn your tattoos. <laughs> For as much as we hate uh, Kevin Durant, do you know he's heavily tattooed? Heavily, his whole chest and back is completely done, and that's the way it's supposed you to be. You know who else is secretly heavily tattooed? Who? Dolly Parton. Real? Oh, it's so hot. Wrap your head around that. I really? That's God. amazing. Yeah. I hope they're like old school, traditional, and she gets in the like She's leather. She's up, brother. I can't wait to. See her naked. Get on that Google. What? I would. Okay. 100%. She's like 70. Just, no worries to me. She's Dolly Parton. <laughs> <laughs> For the story, brother. You For the go, story. You want to, to go to Dollywood, huh? Oh, she could get my Dollywood. What the no? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's the worst of the week. Bad tattoos. There uh, was a player for the University of Tennessee, and I don't want to mess up the names, but uh, he had a neck tattoo where it said Stuggles, not Struggles. <laughs> Stuggles are real. It's kind of funny. I like it, it is kind of great. It's like the no regrets where it's, they misspell regrets, that tattoo. Which is like the only tattoo I would consider getting. That is <laughs> like, the ultimate like a pur- hipster a purposeful, irony. Yeah, <laughs> a, a purposeful hipster misspell. Yeah. That, could that tattoo needs a mustache. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would, I would maybe do it. Although I did some of my favorite. One of my buddies got a really involved tattoo of like a time of like a, a timepiece, like a clock that was dissolving. That that, that meant like, like Salvador Dali or something? yeah, well, sorta. It, but it was it was like this design he had an artist do that you know to show that like you know oh, yeah, it's yeah. all an illusion. There's nothing. There's nothing permanent. Time is and so then what, his yes. best friend, who's one of my best friends, uh, just got block letters. Nothing's permanent. Tattooed on on him, and, and 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 the dude with like the really fancy clock is like, oh, your tattoo's way better. Keith, Keith and his friends are about two steps removed from that interminable game of tag that never ends. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stay in that pipe man pipe dream. Worst of the week is whomever broke up that Marcus Smart Jr. Smith fight. Oh man, how dare you? You let them go. It's a preseason game, and you need, let them go. Needs to happen. That's a fight everyone wanted. There wasn't any repercussions, right? Correct. It was like a no, 15,000 no, no. Yeah, or 20,000? Yeah, it was like some 000? money, but that was it. J.R. Smith shoved a referee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not. I mean, I know I am team ref, but I actually thought he would get suspended for a lot of games because he was like the referee was holding him back, and he finally threw, he threw the referee off of him. Right. Look, I despise Marcus Smart. Oh, yeah. But he would have gotten J.R. Smith. J.R. Smith only fights midgets. I don't know. He, he tried to fight Nate Robinson. Here's the thing about J.R. Smith and the whole thing that happened. And this is why he got away with the pushing the referee. There's something menacing and, and crazy gleam when you laugh during those sorts of interactions. Oh, yeah, was, that's real scary. I, I do, I do like that. That is scary, scary to me because everybody, when you get mad and there's a you know some sort of uh, kerfuffle or fist cuffs at a bar and somebody frowns, you know what's going on. But if they're laughing at you, how do you hit a man who's laughing at you? I've been beat up by someone smaller than me that I thought I was going to beat up, and his reaction to 
the escalating violence was so unsettling that I could hardly defend myself. <laughs> just, he hit me with a Coke can, a full Coke can, <laughs> while screaming and smiling. And I was helpless. I was like, ah, oh, this is, I'm being, I'm fighting the Joker. Yeah, it's like, you know, you throw the rock in the pond, <laughs> yeah. and that's what that laugh is, yeah. you know? I thought, there, wasn't there something about Marcus Smart? There was like some article written about him where uh, Marcus Smart explains like how there's like a screaming in his chest that never goes away. Yeah. And he, he got in fights all the time as the kids. He's like, I'm lucky I didn't kill someone because I'm always just filled with so much rage and I would just hit people with yeah, things. I, th- I think Marcus Smart would have turned him into blood mist. Yeah. And yeah. as much as I enjoy J.R. Smith, I would also enjoy J.R. Smith getting, you know, it'd be like Conor McGregor. It's like, oh, that guy deserves that. I mean, tail of the tape, though, I do like J.R.'s reach. Right. Uh, you know, Marcus Smart is Marcus. thick. I know, but you yeah. got to keep a distance when you got hands. And I'm sure J.R. Smith's got into a couple fights. J.R. Smith's been in many fights in the in, in the, the NBA. That's what I'm saying. But most of them, almost all of them, have been against the smallest players in the league. He picks and chooses. Well, my, my my worst thing, very Sun Tzu. My worst thing is t- <laughs> is is twofold. The the podcast I did earlier this week it was kind of just like a current events talking about the Suns firing their guy. Uh, That's what about, I think of when I think of current events. <laughs> talking about the Spurs, <laughs> uh, I, I, I do honestly. I'm really upset that Dejounte Murray got hurt because I was excited about this crazy Spurs squad that yeah. was going to try defense and not shooting. It, they were going to be a grit grind team. It caused me to like completely rethink my over under. So that's the worst thing. Also, the Suns is being the clown show that they are. It did, however, give Marcus Morris, who dunked on ex GM Ryan McDonough <laughs> after he got fired, he just did like the, the like whatever the laugh crying emoji, <laughs> and, and just said like, "Guess I like Phoenix," or "I guess I can go back to Phoenix now," or yeah. like, "I like Phoenix again." Still salty so, about getting separated from his brother. Very very anxiety. salty. But uh, sorry, sons, you guys aren't better. Uh, anyway, all right. So those were our worst things. Now, the highly anticipated. I think we're going to break this up into two shows, but we're going to do the Eastern Conference first. The NBA over-unders, if you don't know, I think you know, uh, Las Vegas sets a win total line for every team, and we just try to decide if a team is going to win above that total or under that total. We have been pretty good in the years of doing this. We used to say if you went with us, our unanimous picks, you would make tons of money. Uh through our first two seasons, mm. our unanimous picks were 20 and four. I messed it up. I feel like last year we kind of messed it up again. John, I ruined it. Everything John breaks. felt like I snuck up the show on him. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, but last year, our unanimous picks were not very good. They were seven and six unanimous. So last year, unanimous picks were seven and six. Our two-thirds picks, which we still say are very good, 19 and 11. If, so you go which however two of us lean you're going to go 19-11. Our all-time totals, just, just this is our, whatever, our credentials to let mm-hmm. you know, like... Bonafides. Everybody does an over-under show. They don't tell you what they did the year before. They right. did terribly. <laughs> um, so year one, I went 18 and 12. Chuck went 20 and 8. Yes, that does not add up to 30. He, we used to drink a lot when we, we did these to. shows, and Ooh. Chuck did not clearly give an answer for two teams. Okay. Good uh, lord, because I was drunk. The we, journey we've been on, we yeah, podcasted yeah. for three hours. The first time we ever yeah. podcast, we're in a room together since, for three hours. And since we're doing a behind the scenes show, a fun fact. 
I'm the only host who abuses alcohol. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, so, so year one, John won. He was 21 and nine. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, our unanimous picks were 12 and three. Our two thirds picks were 20 and nine. Year two, I was 17 and 13. Chuck was 19 and 11. John, once again, an incredible 21 and nine. Uh, our over under, our unanimous picks, eight and one. Two thirds picks, 20 and 10. Last year, I finally got some revenge. Uh, John was a terrible 15 uh-huh. and 15. Uh, Chuck was 17 and 13. I was 18 and 12. We actually, we got screwed on two. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. Uh, the last night of the season could, yeah. could, could, could oh, have yeah. made us incredible. Uh, oh, we, yeah. we lost a couple. But um, our unanimous picks were seven and six. Our two-thirds picks were 19 and 11. Lest you forget, this was, uh, last year was the first year I actually wagered money on it as well. Yeah, no. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> so, so our three-year totals. I am last place, 53 and 37. Then Chuck is 56 and 32. John is 57 and 33. If you just bet our unanimous picks, you're Damn, tw- Chuck. You're Tell tw- me how my ass tastes. Uh, you're 27 <laughs> and 10. If you bo- go with two thirds of us, the two thirds majority, you're, you're going to go 59 and 30. That's awesome. Get That's up. money making time. So uh, use that however you're making your bets mm-hmm. uh, this year. Just keep that in mind. If you're going to go with two-thirds of us, unanimous, you're probably going to be all right. And who else gives you the sample size? That's right. You know, we got four years strong of picking kind of okay. We should we should lie more, even more. We should lie. I'm just saying. <laughs> 90%. The, the Get fa- your bits. The fact that we've all been at work outside of John's 15 and 15. Oh, wow. Stop saying it. The next worst record is 17 and 13. That's, a, that's, that's great for doing it, these overruns. It pays the big. No, does it ever. Um, so anyway, so we're going to start. So the way we do it is I hide my head in the sand, and it's become increasingly difficult. Like the more involved I've gotten on Twitter, now that I'm on Twitter all the time, and I, so I, oh, I've been spoiled. Uh, yeah, uh, let me interject. I also tried to hide my head in the sand this year, uh-huh. and you spoiled the only one that I know. What's that? I spoiled a Grizzlies. You did. The most important one. I. But I, you know what? It was going to be over no matter what. Even I, though I went under last year, in the year I sucked. Yeah, so I try to avoid these completely. Like, I, I haven't listened to any over-under shows. I don't click on any links. Many of them have been spoiled to some degree, but we have the most up-to-date lines we can get um, as we're recording this on October 10th on Wednesday. So what we're going to do is Chuck's going to name. We're going to do the Eastern Conference first. Chuck, I think, has the teams in order from their regular season finish last year. He's going to tell me the team. I'm going to tell them the win total I am predicting for them. I am not trying to guess what the Vegas line is. I'm just telling you what I think their win total is. And then John's going to pitch in with what he thinks his win total is, since he's also done the head in the sand route. It's glorious slash torturous. Yes. And so now this is exciting to actually find out what these totals are. Uh, Where are we starting, Chuck? We are starting today with the number one seed last year, regular season, the Toronto Raptors. Okay, I have the Toronto Raptors penciled in at 54 wins. I believe in this team. I believe in Kawhi Leonard. I'm excited about this team. 54 wins. Is you believe in nothing, Keith, because I have them at 56 wins. Whoa, big 56 wins for John. Thank you. I so, that's my Kawhi. So I assume we're <laughs> I assume we're actually both over. But what is the Vegas? Got to be the Vegas Westgate current. It's like forty nine, fifty five and a half. Oh, oh 50. you're under. I'm under. You're you under. are under. I actually I need to I need to make some notes. Holy here. Lord! 
That well, is, I'm blown away by the first one. So this is I know nothing about Vegas. This don't take my gambling advice. I can't believe it's that high. This is from two days ago. So they they, they were that on. is incredible. I mean, my mind is blown. They saw something they liked in preseason, or they decided Kawhi was back. Him showing up. I think the laugh did a lot for it to <laughs> calm the nerves. But he um, so you replace what Demar Derozan, who's a top twenty-five player. With uh, Kawhi on his worst day is a top ten player, the God Emperor, right? I, so I don't see why. So you're telling me I have to win money? This team has to win fifty six games. This team won fifty nine games last year so with Demar Derozan. I, I am ta- I'm sticking with my under, John. You picked fifty six. That's right on the edge. What, what, so am I? I'm over. You're over at fifty six. Fifty six. So it was what was it again? Fifty five and a half. half. I mean, I'm I'm not going to bet that, but yeah, I guess I'm over. Chuck, what do you got? I'm going hard over. I think they're going. I think I'm sorry, folks, that you have to bet on this now. It's two thirds. (laughs) I I think the East is going to stink, and I think Kawhi is going to be motivated to absolutely dominate. I've seen. I'm worried he won't play. Flashes in the in the preseason of him doing you know uh, fadeaways and step backs and all this stuff, and his offensive repertoire still uh, growing. They're going to crush, and you know it'll. Be them and Boston for the uh, number one seed in the East. I'm both fighting for. You're 60 telling games. me, Marvel character Nick Nurse <laughs> is gonna the ro- night nurse. He's gonna roll out of bed to 56 wins as as a rookie head coach. Uh, Dwayne Casey did it while managing. <laughs> while man, Dwayne Casey didn't win no 56 games in his first year. No, but he won think. a lot of games. Which leave your Dwayne Casey slander. I out can't. Of now. No. I can't. You can it's save over. that for the Pistons. Oh, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> Kyle Lowry is had some words of being a malcontent uh, this offseason. He was. But they tried to hit Beth Wynn. He he was being a little testy. He's gotten a little older. Serge Ibaka is useless. CJ Miles was kind of useless last year. That's just a high number. Kyle Lowry also about to benefit so much. One of the best spot up three point shooters about to be wide open all the time. This is it's what true. you guys also don't realize, Toronto. Who is Drake Country? Every basketball player loves Drake, and He'll Drake finally is, get the attention he deserves. He's from running, Drake. He's running the old twenty-two skidoo and getting these guys tired the night before a la South Beach. I do so. Genius. All right, so so we got we got Chuck and John going over. I'm going under. Uh, I will say as just a, a general. I already feel like I'm losing <laughs> a general bit of information that I was using for this. Like Chuck said, the East is going to stink. It's very true. Uh, but I, I think we have to keep in mind, or I'm at least keeping in mind, that last year there were nine teams that actively tanked. Right. And right. I think this year... Only a few. Probably five. Yeah. Four or five. And one of the worst teams, looking ahead to, to the Western Conference, Sacramento does not own their pick. Right. Yep. So that's, that's a score thing. So uh, my... But do they know that? So I will say... <laughs> yeah, they, it's they, clueless. They might not know. <laughs> uh, and much like the Nets also did not own their picks the last two years yep. and still tanked it out. <laughs> they sure did. Um, but so th- I will say as a forward to all my uh, picks, they're weird and they're all clumped in the middle Last year, only three teams won in the 30s, which were the, uh, the the Lakers, the Pistons, and the Hornets. I have like the entire league in the 30s this year. I'm hoping the anti-tanking rules somewhat work, and all these. Teams I only try have to win. it appears five or six teams in the 30s. Like last year, again, there were there was nine teams in the 20s, three in the 30s. I have so many teams in the, the 30s. The 20s are crowded, my friend. But friends. anyway, all right. So Toronto, what's our next team based on last year's finish? Based on last year's finish, the Boston Celtics, number okay. two in the East. Okay, so th- this is a this is the line I've seen lots of places. Oh, you've seen it. 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't know if it's the most accurate one. Uh, I, I think Boston's going to be awesome, but I had to temper their win total. I put it at fifty-eight. They're my one seed, but fifty-eight wins. They're also my one seed at fifty-eight wins. All right. Well, this is a team that won fifty-five games last year. Yep. Uh, West I think we're under. Westgate has them at 59. So 58. Oh, just 58 under. and a half mm-hmm. is the number I'd actually seen a lot of. Right. So, so, so we're going, our number is 59, even harder. Boston barely under. I just, I feel like they don't need, I don't, I feel like they're not going to be chasing a, 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 that, that number. I don't think they're chasing first place. They're not going to get it. I don't think they're going to chase it. I think they'll rest guys because I, I have the Raptors the under. Like I yeah. feel like the Raptors. I'm mean, again. I think the Raptors can be great. And I've ideally their ideal scenario. The Raptors are incredible. But I'm with you. I don't think they're going to be being chased that closely. I don't trust Kyrie Irving at all as far as health wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. And I don't. I don't. Again, they're not going to be pushed. I don't feel like they need to win 60 games. And to bet that they will win 60 games to win, that's, if that's any tough. Boston fan listens to this show and feels slighted that we have gone under. It's not us. It's you. We just said 58 wins. That's right. Check yourself. <laughs> we said that the number one seed, 58 wins. Yeah. Just check yourself now before you become the self-fulfilling prophecy. But so th- I've been saying that they're going to win 60 games because yeah. the just because of the, the lack of talent in the East now. And they have a motivation to uh, gel as a unit to prove that they can get to the, uh, the, the finals. And in order to do that, they're going to have to beat – Toronto, and they're going to need home court. And if those two teams are fighting for home home court, then you're going to have teams that are probably two teams in these that might get sixty wins. Well, that's me in my head, just because a, it's the, a good thought. The garbage can at the bottom of the East. So, uh, yeah, I think sixty can so work. over. So over for me. I do think Kyrie's Kyrie is probably going to be chasing a uh, an All NBA team selection. For Who sure. wants that? Gordon Hayward is going to want an All Star selection. Chasing that, you got the young, hungry guys. You got the Jalen Brown. You have the Jason Tatum. This team is stacked, talent wise. Right. Stacked could be incredible. Couldn't win sixty something games. I, I just I don't ever put real money except for this year, which I have already put real money mm-hmm. uh, 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 on one bet. Uh, but to have to win sixty games that that drives me nuts. That's a, that's a season of just. It's know. a great season, but I think these are two great teams in a down year in the Eastern Conference. All right, yeah. So the first two, John and I both under barely. Chuck both uh, confident overs. I'm kidding. He didn't say. He didn't say confident. I'm over. not confident in yeah. anything. This all comes from my gut, and you yeah. know better than that, Keith. That's right. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers. Okay, uh, I'm almost certain. I'm going to be under Vegas's total. I think I am. Also. I have this. I have the Sixers as the three seed. So don't be mad at me. Same as I have at 49 wins. Whoa. Okay. I st- I think that they're going to put their over-under at like 55, and I have them at 53. You guys 53. are both really close. Uh, Keith's actually not very close. 54 is the mm. uh, is the win total projected so by Westgate. So that's real high. Yeah, real. I thought it was going to be 55. Or so something. with the Raptors, with the Celtics. We under. I feel like those were reasonable Vegas lines, and yes, mm. this team's going to absolutely win 60 games. I feel like that... Sixers line is crazy sauce. Yeah, the Sixers didn't improve themselves much in the offseason, and an injury could undo them easily. Even and I don't like if Embiid goes down again. I find it hard to believe that 
uh, Ben Simmons will lead them to that insane record they had without they Embiid won, again. What, did they win their last 20 games last year? Something yeah. like that. An amazing they, run with Embiid out a lot. Yeah, they ran out a, a, a great record to end the season. I just don't see it. They won 52 last year. Uh, J.J. Redick apparently cannot miss in the preseason. He was like 10 for 10 or 5 for 5 from the line or something. He really missed in China. He though, was but. he was having his uh, – he was channeling that – the, the booze for his racial slur. <laughs> That's yeah, what it was. His really. accidental racial slur. Yeah, the oops. Uh, I, it's another year of gelling, another year. This all depends on Embiid's health to me. If that guy plays, you know, 75% of the games, they're going to dominate. Um, he changed uh, the way that team just was uh, running last year. Embiid is the juice that makes the whole thing run. So, and for me, the action is the juice. And that's the <laughs> beautiful. This team last year. This team last year won their last sixteen games, playing the likes of the Szechuan Blue Whales. Right. Uh, <laughs> they had won, They were twenty five and twenty five last year. The hang dong diggity dogs. B- before, before in a fifty two and thirty, they were very good. Clearly, they have two maybe breakout MVP candidates in right. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid taking the big leaps. But for this team. To win more games than they won last year seems nuts I'm to taking me. It. And also, I'm, I'm going to say this a lot. Ten teams tanked last year. Ten teams. Uh, I don't think they're all going to tank this Ahoy year. Ahoy hoy. There's just too many ways it could go wrong. I have them winning one more game than they did last year, which would be under what We Chuck don't really said. do locks. That is a slam dunk lock under for me, personally. Yeah, I think Chuck's saying over, though. No, I'm taking I'm taking the under. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that's a 51-52 win team. All right. So that's a, that's a unanimous under. Unanimity. Also, and I got to say, I loved their under last year, and I was right until they won their last 16 games. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. Keith here. I know fantasy football isn't for everyone, but winning money usually is. And personally, I love fantasy football, and I've been playing daily fantasy football at draft.com. One of my favorite things from last NBA season was winning money on draft, and now I'm playing again for fantasy football. It's easy to play. You join a draft with three or six of your buddies or strangers, if you prefer. You draft your teams, and then you get paid immediately when you win. Download the app at draft.com slash fastbreak or on the iTunes or Android app store. Use our code FASTBREAK and get a free entry to a $3 money game. I'm telling you, it is so, so fun. You just you draft your five-man team. You can play against your buddies. You win money. Couldn't be any better. If you join, follow me. Uh, my username's FASTBREAKBREAKFAST, and then I'll follow you back. And then we can challenge each other to games. It's a fun side game to be playing while you're watching NFL on Sundays. Draft.com slash FASTBREAK. Use our code FASTBREAK. Play fantasy football and get paid. One more time, download Draft. Use our code FASTBREAK. All right, next up, uh, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh, are they going to be better? Ewing theory alert. I have the Cleveland Cavaliers not in the playoffs. I have them at, this is where it got weird, but I have them at 31 wins. Uh, I don't know what to make of this team. And this is a team that will, I assume, pull the plug at some point during their season. I'm almost positive, Keith, you just took the over on the Cavs. Really? I bet you did. Okay, what'd you get, John? What's I have your, what's them your total? At 27 wins. Okay. But I'm betting the over-under is like 30, 29, 30. What is, what is the over-under? The over-under is 31. Oh! Uh-oh. And nailed it on the head. Uh, Ouchie. <clears throat> Ouchie. 
Uh, that makes it tough. You guys go, and then I'll, I'll have to choose. So you're taking the under, John. Yes. Okay. I think they're going to be really bad. Um, I'm thinking maybe Kevin Love gets traded. Yes. And they do a full ground Ain't nobody up. trading for a five-year max extension Kevin Love? I mean, you know. But well, he, Washington Wizards would do it if they w- could. W- Wiggins for K-Love straight up. I've been talking about it. <laughs> I've been talking back. about it. That would make me so happy. <laughs> oh, I wanted to bet Wiggins in that little game. And then would have been wrong. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think uh, they care. And it's, uh, it's a wreck there. So, yeah, 28 wins. I'm going under. We'll be one of the worst teams in the league. So you guys are all going under? They're, I don't want to take over. I don't know. I can't believe Vegas went that high. I, I feel like this has some of the, like, well, we, you were right. we want to win. You should get a little comfort from that. You nailed it on the head. I, I, feel, I feel no comfort. I so you guys are both going under. Remember, this isn't what Vegas thinks. This is how they trick you into betting. This is how they make <laughs> This is all, yeah. This all has to do with influence. Oh, yeah. man. I don't even know what to do yet. Uh, I guess I, I'm going to I'm gonna take the under, because I feel like this team will eventually pull the plug and tank it out. So, yes. So that's a unanimous under. Thank you. Don't love Thank it. you. Not, <laughs> not happy about it. Not happy about it. All right. Next up, uh, we have the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Indiana Pacers, um, as I spoiled a couple weeks ago in the interview with Caitlin Cooper, I love this team to regress. Ah. Uh, I do like what they did in the offseason. I felt like they brought in some good they talent. They sure did. Um, Had a great offseason. But Tyreek Evans be I have this team at a controversial 46 wins. I guess and I like I them a little more. Pretty than you. sure that would be a slam That's dunk. That's gotta under. be an under. Gotta be an under. There's no way they Because they won forty nine last year, right? I think they won. They won forty eight last year. Forty eight. Yeah. I have them winning forty eight again. Well, so does Vegas. Vegas has them pegged for forty eight wins this year. Oh God! So I have to do what Keith just did. Well, yeah. now you guys got to talk. while I think this. Well, is I, so I again, I think the league is going to be tougher overall. I think the team the teams are prepped now for Indiana being a victory run Lampo. and gun. Right. You know, gunning team, uh, a team that, uh, you know, snuck up on people last year. Last year, the Pacers had, I think, seven 15 point comeback victories. Yeah. They, had, they had three 20 point comeback victories. They had a lot of crazy yeah. wins. They had a good record in close games. I don't even think that will last. They had a great year from Thad Young. They had a great year from Darren Collison, who led the NBA in three point percentage. I feel like all those things aren't enough. And if you're depending on Tyreek Evans, hired sell sword mercenary to be your savior for a team that's 148 and wants to win that many again. I don't trust it. So I, th- that's all my reasoning for one thing. I 46 do, wins. I love about their off season is they had some, they had a lot of problems with their big man depth. Yeah. And I feel like they fixed them. Uh huh. And I feel, and, and I guess it depends on your opinion on the likes of Kylo Quinn, but I've it's better than Al Jefferson. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Al Jefferson's playing in China now or something. Right. Mm-hmm. Turkey, Finnerbachi. I don't know. But so I feel like, Ah, Chuck, what are you taking? I'll decide if I want to make it unanimous or not. Is, I think uh, another year... You're going my, under, aren't you? I think... They're, 448 is so hard. It's such, that's, it's such the right number. That's the number I would pick. Yeah. Um, If I have to choose, I'll go under. When Chuck does it, his mouth makes the over and yeah, under things really at weird. the same time. He, he just did the, I wish it was a video yeah. podcast, and one day it will be. And But you should see what Chuck just did. Uh, and I also, under, like, under. at both times nodded <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. shook my head no. I'm so. going to go over okay. because of just the weakness. And I, it's going to be right around there, though, but I'll go over. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't see a lot of variation for this team or a lot of um, – Variability, I guess, in, in the. I think Sabonis is going to be a thing. There. 
I think Sabonis is going to be better. Yeah. I think he's going to keep stealing Miles Turner's time. Yeah. The question can be, can they exist with him and Miles Turner? They had to together? play so much Lance Stevenson last year that they don't have to do. That's true. I think I think it's going to. I think they're going to be better. That's better. fair. That's fair. Butter. McBucket yeah. shoot. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll be a hero in Indiana. My, my, my Doug McBucket's theory, if he was black, he wouldn't be in the NBA. 100% though. <laughs> Still sticking to that. He just signed a big old contract. I'm not buying it. All right, next up, team near and dear to my heart, the Miami Heat. Whoa, what was the record last year? The record last year was... Uh, 45 wins, maybe? 44 wins. All right, so I have them at 44 wins again. I have them as my seventh seed this year. This is, again... I thought I was going to bump this up big time because Jimmy Butler was coming. No right. Jimmy Butlers yet. So, so we should do. Should we do two of them? I, I believe they're my sixth seed. I don't think we can. They're my seventh seed. I have them at forty-four wins, same as last year. I also have them at forty-four wins. Oh. I think that will be a slight under for us. I think we, Vegas will be like forty-five, forty-six. I assume Vegas is forty-four and a half. Uh, Vegas is saying forty-three and a half. Oh, we're oh. over. Yeah, I like, I like it. it. Yeah, yeah, I like. Yeah, it. I like. I like I the fan, I feel like we were being. I think Keith and I are being cautious, and also don't like to give Chuck's team too much credit. No, yeah, that is so one of the, the. I feel I feel pretty good about this. Over trademarks of the show is, and team. if they get Jimmy Butler over, I mean, I think this team should clearly make the playoffs. Yeah, I think it would be a big upset if they didn't make the playoffs. I have yeah. teams with in the East. with under five hundred records in the playoffs. So yes, yeah, <laughs> but they uh, look in the preseason so far with uh, throwing out some weird lineups starting Olenek and Whiteside together. Right. They've been um, in some weird stuff. Which it kind of works out. Uh, the Olenek gives the spacing on the off- offensive end and Whiteside covers up for Olenek maybe being a step too sh- slow uh, to guard power forwards. But they they look good. Roddy Magruder, Magruber, is uh, Gruber is going to be very important. I need to see how the celery nestles in his crack. <laughs> I like how I like. I feel like this is clearly the team Chuck has watched the preseason games. Oh, yeah, of. Yeah. I feel like you. Hell I feel, yeah, I feel Chuck. like you're. you're Hell no, yeah. but your knowledge. Team. Your knowledge is working against you here. Like <laughs> you think? Like we're not going to see Olenek and Whiteside starting no. any regular season games. Yeah, probably think. not. I, but it. it uh, you know, you. I think you can see a, a role for Whiteside where he's like a DeAndre Jordan because he never played. In I'm the ready fourth for the Whiteside redemption tour. That's what I'm. That's what I'm bu- into it. I'm going all in. Fantasy alert! I'm Here's, going all in on Whiteside season, baby. I think he's going to play well. He was really injured last year. He had a couple weird knee uh, injuries. He was never. He was banged up. Never got into a rhythm when he got back. But they, uh, honestly though, let me just take Josh Richardson over. Uh, Jimmy Butler right now, value wise for the franchise Whoa. going forward. What if they trade? Hot take. I don't want him. You don't want him. If you I look, love this. So Here's, you got. So you. So you got the heat at what? 50, you're sick of being. Wins? I got the heat at us. It's their 74 win team. 74 win team. <laughs> I'm taking Chuck, the heart over. Chuck is sick of superstars jilting him. They've just made me. He sad. wants no part of Jimmy Butler coming to Miami for one year and then going to the Clippers. That seems legitimate. The Knicks. <laughs> well, I mean, if it, and not to be a jerk here, but uh, Jimmy Butler and Josh Richardson came in the league at the same time. Uh, if you look at. Uh-uh. Uh, not at the same time, at the same, the at same, the same age. age. The same yeah. age. So they were the same age. In their third year, their same age, uh, Josh Richardson has better stats than Jimmy Butler in yeah. his third year. And Jimmy Butler had the big takeoff. Do you four. really right. think Josh Richardson will at some point in his career be spoken of as a top 10 player? So here's why I think Butler got into that discussion. When Derrick Rose went out in Butler's early days, he ended up becoming the guy. 
there's never going to be a chance for Richardson to be the guy. Richardson should be the guy on his team right now. Dwayne Wade won't go away. No, because (laughs) of the way. Dragic? I don't know. The way the the Heat's roster is constructed and the way Spolster plays guys. And if you're, you know, not hot, you get pulled. Hey, here's a little little hint for our, our, our Patreon listeners who are playing in our Patreon fantasy leagues. Goran Dragic's default auction value on ESPN. Way too high, guys. Yeah. Way too high. Don't uh, Especially if you're in Chuck's league. He's yeah. he's way too high. Don't uh, um, don't be able to say. So I assume Chuck's over. We're all over. I'm hard over. 74 wins. Are we all over? I mean, like, that number is so yeah. close. I like I, it. I feel like if they get Jimmy Butler, they'll win way over. I know 44. I only said 44, but I feel like it's kind of a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. All right. It's a unanimous uh, over. So who do we got next? Next up is the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay, this one. Buckle. I don't think you can go high enough to hit to hit an over. Yeah, I want to say again, as I said, like I don't have these teams winning a lot of games. I have the Bucks as my four seed, uh, a game behind the 76ers at 48 wins. So 48 wins, I'm assuming that is below the Vegas. John, I'm at what do you 49 have? and I think I'm under. Woo, you guys. What is it? Man, our our show's pretty great. Vegas has them as 48 and a half wins. Oh. That makes it tough. Skin does a willy. So now you know. It puts you where you said you thought no, it No, I mean, when I say 49 wins for the Sixers and Vegas has 54, I'm like high-fiving. Right. Like, that's uh, like, yeah. No, this is yeah. a weird feeling. This is like whenever it's right on it, you're like, well, yeah, it's going to come down to the last day. Last and it's going to be like, is uh, Giannis chasing the scoring Keith, title? enjoy or? being wrong, my friend. That over is looking delicious now. Chuck. Yeah, it's it's yeah. So my narrative this year is Giannis is the MVP. If he's the MVP, they're going to win fifty three games, fifty four games. You have to. They're in the right conference to do it. Uh, if he can, how shoot, many games they win last year? Last year they won forty four games. Forty four games. They should, they, they should fire that coach. Yeah. <laughs> if they, he's still there, they can win. Uh, this is this is. I'm going to enjoy rubbing this in Keith's face. Yeah. I, I hey, technically. Just because I said my wins total, I can still go over if I want to. Guys. I do right. not like this rule. I don't like this rule. This rule doesn't make sense. Stay to me. with the number you came with. This is. This I'm making my wins prediction, but I, I, yeah, I mean that is. I, I will. And go then up. immediately invalidating it, I say the nay. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm, I will stick under. All right. But I mean, I don't feel good about it. I feel like this team has yeah. too much hype. I was assuming the Vegas number would have been 50. Like I really right. thought I did it, too. Because I feel like there's so much. I thought it could have been like 51. Everyone's like, because everyone's talking about like, you know, not just us, literally every writer podcast. They didn't have coaching last year. Mike Bootenholzer. Yeah, I'm probably overrating coaching, but I'm, I really, maybe I am, but I really think the gulf between Nick (laughs) Nick Nurse, (laughs) Joe Prunty, Uh. (laughs) and Jason Kidd. Yeah. To Mike Budenholzer, especially like a first year Budenholzer so before threes. all his crazy stuff. They got wears John out. Henson shooting corner threes. They I have mean, the they have the play, the personnel to Ilias, fit around. So Budenholzer has of... tricked Keith into thinking Tarian Prince is awesome. I That's want pretty this amazing. team, man. I mean, I, I love this Bucks team. I'm actually yeah. pl- I'm playing a 2K uh, franchise with this Bucks. That's team real right love. Now. Uh, By the way, Keith doesn't buy the new game. He's just updating his like NBA Live oh, Bulls versus Blazers no. rosters. <laughs> I went 12 years without buying an NBA game, and I bought one last year. I think it's like a terrible game, but, but like I, I enjoy it for the. I don't know how to play for the rosters and things. Yeah, I call for picks, and a guy just comes over and Jr. Smith's me I'm, in the I'm face. Cur- I'm currently playing. What does that mean? Oh, with no. the updated rosters, I'm playing as the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, the Heat, and the Bucks. 
the that's heat. Lo- he's loving you, Chuck. The, the, the heat will never lose. Whiteside <laughs> is incredible. That's <laughs> subliminal love. Oh, all centers are amazing. Like teams yeah. can't score. Yeah. Like, like uh, anyway, uh, I like this Bucks team, but I feel like I don't know. I guess I guess I'll stick with the under. Chuck, uh, you, did you go? Did oh, you he say went uh, incredibly over. I think so. I went over 50, 50, 50, yeah, 52, 53 wins. All right. All right. So next up, we have the Washington Wizards. The I, Bullets. Uh, I have the Washington Wizards. Despite Austin Rivers already running his mouth about how they should be as good as the Sixers and Celtics and uh, biting off more than he can chew is in, in the public arena. I think the Wizards are too talented not to win 46 games in this uh, in this conference. Uh, I have them tied with the Pacers at 46 wins as, as the sixth seed, uh, losing a tiebreaker, if you will. Let mm-hmm. me pour one out for Dwight Howard real quick by going... Don't, uh, hashtag fart noise. 42 wins. Don't hurt yourself, John. You doing 40, I'm going to blow out my O-ring like Dwight. So this is a team that won 43 games I'm, I'm under. last year. Keith's uh, over. Vegas has them as a better team, 45 and a half. Yeah, Keith's over. Uh, I am, Keith hates it. Keith hates being over on the whiz. I'm taking 43. <laughs> I think they're going to play the same. Keith just fell to his knees and prayed. <laughs> Keith's <laughs> Keith sad. I feel really bad. This is right the now. best podcast of the year. He may go shave his beard more. He's bright red. <laughs> I'm that wizard's over. <laughs> I'm like leaning against my microphone. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be. They, I mean, they're going to be bad. They're going to win 42, 43 games. Only thing that could hurt me here is Dwight Howard being hurt, making them good, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go over. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Chuck, what do you got? I'm going under. I'm doing 43. So I'm that's going, a really I'm going, high number. Uh, so I'm going it's under. Really I'm number. going under on the Sixers, Bucks, and Pacers. Nice, but and over <laughs> on the Wizards. <laughs> oh, hey, it could work out. Vegas, you're tricking us. Maybe it's John good. Wall gets hurt again. They play that good point guard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so no, I, I gotta say, this Wizards team last year had really struggled when, obviously, when Wall and Beal weren't playing. They had injury issues. Like Otto Porter is good. Yeah. They have. Uh, they hate each other. They do hate each other. Like Ubre's a solid player. Saturansky's a solid player. Scotty Austin Brooks. Rivers is a good. He's a good player. Scotty like, Brooks' glasses like don't have lenses in them. He's fun to make fun of. He's a, <laughs> he's a good player. As much as Gortat, you know, like they hated having him around. They already hated their center last year. <laughs> like so, like they can hate Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard can like protect the rim. He can block <laughs> shots. He can catch. He can dunk. Yeah. This team has to win some games. I'm trying to cheer myself up. Yeah, uh, no. You can't talk your way out of this one, Bubba. Oh, man. That is right. a hard, hard over uh-huh. on a bad, not a bad team, a who cares mediocre well, team. Well, I mean, I'm, I care. I'm half the I game care over. a lot. I'm half the game over. Right. But yeah, over. Oh, we won't remember that, though, will we, Keith? So we have, uh, we have passed <laughs> the playoff teams. We are now down not for me. <laughs> into the bottom half of last year's playoff teams. Right. Uh, we are talking with the Detroit Pistons today. I wish we were talking. With I have Pistons. a lot of trouble with the Detroit Pistons. I've, I initially had them as my eight seed. I saw I might have seen Cody Zeller hit a three pointer for the Hornets uh, in preseason oh, and swapped that up. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, I have the Detroit Creamed Pistons at thirty four wins, God. which is low. But you hateful man, I'm not expecting health from this team. I assume Reggie Jackson is going to get hurt again. Yeah. You got a thirty four win eight seed? Uh, no, they're they're my nine seed. Oh, okay. But uh, by eight seed, uh, spoiler, 
doesn't have very many more wins. <laughs> mm. I, I, I have, I, this is also where uh, I recognize that uh, the, the numbers weren't adding up, and I had to... Uh, you had to recalibrate? I had to recalibrate. Yeah. I think you are, like, incredibly under. Uh, I'm at 38, and I think I'm under. Guys, uh, this I think is, they haven't won in like four. Thirty eight's going to be an over. We're doing really thirty eight and a half. Oh, Vegas whiskey. I was under. Wow. Um, the only thing I'm worried about is you get one guess. Dwayne Casey. Yeah. <laughs> Sign him up. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, this is a team I think that uh, last year couldn't figure itself out after the Blake trade, and now it's obvious that Blake's uh, can't dunk anymore. <laughs> he got blocked at the rim by Jared, Jared Allen, Allen or Jared his Dudley or Jared from Subway. <laughs> it, one of those guys uh, blo- like b- tore his wrist off. Jared from Subway's prison strong. Um, but yeah, it seems it seems to me that the you know the teams if while Blake can still play ball, he can shoot, he can pass, he can still probably rebound. That athleticism's gone. But if him and, and Reggie Jackson are healthy, then I, you know. You love saying Reggie Jackson. I love saying Reggie Jackson because. It is a great name. It's one of the best names in the history of sports. It makes me feel good. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Um, did I tell you guys what the over-under was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 38 and a half. Thir- yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think uh, I'm nestled going. right. I'm safely nestled, Keith. Keith, as bad as you felt about being just over, I feel really nice about being just under. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, Blake Griffin is going to miss 20 games. Yeah. Reggie Jackson is going to miss 30 games. This team could Point be... Point center Andre Drummond getting triple doubles like he's slaying Instagram models. <laughs> so we got... We he's got to feed his family now, Keith. He has two new children on the way, two beautiful babies. Right. You know how both of your lives changed change when you life. had your second child uh, in... Uh, Recently, and when you had your second child 17 years ago and recently, <laughs> uh, Chuck, I mean, in your case, but I mean, he got to feed his family. Chuck, did you go over under? I he's, went. He's saying both again. I'm doing both You're again. Doing both. And if I got to choose one, I'm going to go uh, over. Oh, I love it. Thank right, you. I'm going over. I'm going 39 wins. All right. So who comes next? Next up, uh, we have the Charlotte Hornets. I was hoping it was fine with the Hornets. So because of that made Cody Zeller preseason three-pointer, I swapped them with the Detroit Pistons and made them one game better at 35 wins. I kind of like this team. I have been known to fall in love with the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Uh, and then I swore them off. But they don't even have your boy anymore. The commission. Clifford. You guys, we made a big deal of it. We leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Just because I was blown away, he took them from a slow-down <laughs> defensive team that did not shoot in one season. He says, hey, we're going to play pace and space like everyone does, but they actually did it that one season and were pretty good. I couldn't believe it. Cody Zeller. Um, but <laughs> so he was, he, was like a, he was like a white Fizdale. Wow. <laughs> no, because he, he had results. Right, and he wasn't submarine by his best player. Uh, I feel like they're going to go for it. I feel like they are going to be in the playoff race because of Eastern Conference. I think Kibble Walker's really good. I have some belief in Jeremy Lamb and Malik Monk being good. And if Miles Bridges gives him anything, and they have demoted MKG to say, like, listen, you are a small ball four off the bench, and that is it. Mm-hmm. They've given up all hopes of him being something else. Being so guy. I like it. I'm not saying they're good. I'm saying 35 wins. John, you got a what's your win total? Like I do, I'm lower. Like like everyone do, actually, Keith. I'm lower than you are on the Hornets. That's fair. Thirty three. 
Okay. And I think that's a safe under because I think Vegas probably thinks this is the eight seed. Games? Just two games? <clears throat> yeah. Um, Vegas has them at 35 and a half. Ooh. So this is a great example. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to be on the under. <laughs> that's right. Double under. Well, uh, I'd love for that to be a 34 and a half. Uh, I, I think it's possible that uh, Kemba gets traded this year. Uh, he's looking like he, this is his they contract year. Never I don't, trade him. Jordan loves him too much. They waited too long. Yeah, they can't. Like they you can't, can't do, do it now. I'm the pretty tra- sure the him and MKG are untouchable. Um, <laughs> but they've got no depth. Uh, Tony Parker was he going to play ten minutes a game? There's nobody behind. It all them depends on what player coach what, Michael Kidd Gilchrist decides. Malik Monk can play. Can't, uh, yeah. He can't. Okay. <laughs> he can't. He's bad. <laughs> well, then that looks like I'm. We're going to triple under on this one. I'm going 32 wins. All right, that's fair. A, a, a universal under. That was a that was a NBA Jam esque triple alley oop. Triple alley oop. So I don't, I, don't feel, I, I don't love this triple under. Somehow I like a triple under, but so you're not feeling uh, you're not feeling good about that triple under. No, I'm not. Wow, but I thought you were happy to be under. Well, I was, and then everyone joined me under. Uh, contrarian to the very end. Second guessing himself. <laughs> Next, speaking it, was, of, it was because you and I think I so know, too. I can see why you would want some recursion there. Yeah, yeah, speaking of uh, speaking of under, Chuck agrees with me. Let's let's keep doing these Eastern Conference teams. I feel like we got a bunch of unders coming. Yeah, we got them. Next up is the New York Knickerbockers. Okay, this team I think stinks hard. Yeah. Uh, fun question that I saw on Twitter. With Porzingis hurt, who is the best player in the city of New York, counting Brooklyn? <laughs> Sydney Moncrief so, still alive? So between the Nets and the Knicks, who is the best healthy player right now? Earl Manigote at 79 I, years old. I think Chris Mullins coaches St. John. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there. Like I don't know. I don't I don't know. Yep. I have no idea. Like I would entertain a Tim Hardaway Jr. argument. Yeah. I would entertain a Spencer Didwitty argument. Ooh. Oh my God! Uh, like I don't know who's the best player in the Nets. I have no idea who's the best. Frankie, Frankie, the best. Frankie, Frankie Smokes. Frankie Smokes. Nicotine. It is not Frank. Nicotine. Frankie Smokes seems seems as good at defense. Does anyone call him Lafemme? It has to happen. Lafemme Nicotolina. Someone make that for your shirt contest. Absolutely. If we've said his name right one time, please add us. There are players like Jared Allen who are as good at defense as the players you named at offense, I think. So mm-hmm. I think we have to get weird to even name this. I yeah. mean, uh, Ronda Hollis Jefferson? The- Karis LeVert. You know I've been waiting to Karis say Karis LeVert? D'Angelo Russell? Is it, is it Courtney Lee? Oh, wow. Is it 32-year-old Courtney Lee? Is he the best player the right birthday now? birthday boy. Coming off the bench for the Knicks. How is it that New York City is just full no. of eighth men off the bench? It's your favorite player. It's Enos Kanter. Enos Kanter is <laughs> Enos, the best Enos player. Enos the penis. Enos Kanter. He is the best player. That's it. Wow. Is. I mean, are Healthy we... Healthy in that... Outside in of Porzingis. It's gruesome. So, anyway, so... How many wins you got? So got? I put him at 24. Whoa. Which is a take Deep. it out. Tank, it's a tank that for Dallas. That's going to be that. way under because Vegas will. This will be too big. Yes. So I, I'm I I'm so. going 29. I think that's a slammer jammer. Uh, slam jam over. Oh wow! What have I done? Uh, it is 28 wins. Wait, what'd you say? I said 29. Oh, John said 29. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> they won. I picked a Fizdale over. Yeah, uh, they won. Oh. Tw- they won 29 games last year, which was an over. Yeah, we um, we unanimous went under on them last year, and we're wrong. We were wrong. What um, have I done? I think you could see, you know, Chris Stapp's not playing a bunch. The team uh, learning how to play under Fizdale while giving that like kind of a red shirt uh, uh, year to his coaching system, 
and they get the players they want next year, yeah, they're going to do 25 May minutes. I go fully Patty Hearst this early? Hard under. May what? I go full Patty Hearst this early? Wait, are you going? Are, are you swapping? I, no. I'm going to stay in my over. Okay. Mm-hmm. But now I'm going to tell you why I'm right and you idiots are wrong. Yep. Love it. Fisdale finally has the pieces for his stupid system that he's desperate to run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Porzingis comes back and they're actually good. Also, this team candidate to trade for somebody. People want to play here. They won't trade. They have no pieces, but shut up. I am Patty Hearst. <laughs> I have been kidnapped, and now I'm robbing banks with Larry Fisdale. It's the Siamese Liberation Army. <laughs> it's a yeah. mission to Burma. Um, yeah, I think they're going to stink really, really bad. Um, and, I, yeah, they're going to be worse than last year, and they won 29 games last year. So I, I also gave all of my victories to Western Conference non-playoff teams. <laughs> so someone had to pay the price, and it is the final five or so teams. I wish the, I had done what you did. In the Eastern Conference. All right, now we're down to the Brooklyn Nets staying in New York City. Here's the thing. I kind of like the players on the Nets, even though it's become like my life's mission. You don't like the front office. To put them down. I don't like the overt praise that they yeah, got. They're not playing like... They're not money balling anyone. And like and and again, like almost all of my opinions, it's shades of gray, guys. Right. I'm not a hardcore. I'm not saying Boogie Cousins is a terrible basketball player. I'm just saying I'm yes, not sure are. because there's no evidence that he contributes to winning. You are a liar. I'm just saying I'm not you're sure. A, you're a lying quote. Call me when his team wins thirty games. <laughs> thirty five games. Has my phone wrong? <laughs> <laughs> he got hurt. Oh, I was wrong last year. He got hurt. Yeah. I guess I'm right. <laughs> I hate being right like that. But. Uh, it's- it feels bad. <laughs> yep. Oh, it feels man. bad being right that many times about How that. many wins? How many you got? Uh, so th- the question for the Nets is, would they finally tank now that they have their pick? Maybe they won't because they're doing everything the right way. Uh, I only have them at 29 wins. <laughs> 29 wins, which I'm assuming is, a, is, a, is an under. It's uh, a game a over under. of last year. What do you got, John? 28. Oh, I uh, I assume for all the flack you get, I I I think the Nets overachieved. They're not going to be the Nets. Like strangely, did well against teams they had no business doing well against, and, and they just, had a lot of really uh, impressive like fourth quarter clutch performances. Yeah. They were like some of the players on the uh, on their team were just hitting uh, last second Spencer shots. Spencer Dinwiddie took Spencer, all the last second. Spencer shots. Dinwiddie got screwed by the refs the most yeah. in the final two yeah. minutes of games. It's true. Uh, this team tanked on accident. Last year <laughs> and so, the year before, so let's give up. Let's before. let's let's just keep it going. So Under. I assume I assume Vegas says thirty one. Vegas has them at thirty two wins. All right, gross, so gross I'm Vegas. I'm giving those wins to the top of the East. I'm going sixty wins for the uh, Raptors and the Celtics. So I'm taking the under thirty twenty nine. Uh, wins so unanimous under for the Nets. How will this bite us? Um, so Jared Allen looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Karis LeVert maybe becomes like that glue guy, does everything kind of cool guy player he is. If a Demari Carroll plays as well as he did last year, he played pretty well last right. year. Uh, Joe Harris had a good year. Um, if D'Angelo Russell can be anything, I think they're going to start him and bring Spencer Dibbity off the bench. Yeah, um, they did that in a couple of preseason games. Um, you know, and if they're if they're in these games, I could see them winning. The, I, I I could see them winning mid thirties. Honestly, I just I, I don't know. I don't. There was a lot of talk last year about how how Alan Crabb would play. Um, is he their best? He player? He was fine. Yeah, he was fine. Is he He's their best their, player? No, I would I would take I would take Karis LeVert and Rodney Hollis Jefferson right now. I mean, I'm I'm not a Nets expert. I can't say I've watched twenty of their games last year. Right, but 
I would I would be stunned if Alan Crabb was was the best most talented player. That's a unanimous under. Sorry, Nets. So only uh, getting down to the end of the Eastern Conference here, the Chicago Bulls. Da Bulls, da Bulls. Keith, how many? Uh, Chicago Bulls, I think, are going to be a horrible. Um, and a horrible. You heard it here a first. Horrible. I'm going. Well, yeah, they are. That's the opposite of horrible. Twenty-seven. 27, making me look like a bull's lifer over here with a mere 28, which I think will probably be right around where Vegas lands. Uh, you guys are a couple games below. Vegas has them at 30 wins. They have them playing better than last year's 27. You would think that. I mean, I said they were definitely butter in our yeah. butter or parquet previews. Yeah, Jabari. Uh, Zach Levine stand. However, Larry Markin is hurt for is a while. Is he hurt? Yeah. That was my question. How long is he going to be out? I that's going to play six to eight weeks. Oh, yeah. Well, that's no good for him because he's. But that they, they have big guys. I mean, they have. That just lets Bobby Portis play. OG, Bobby Portis. Wild eyed. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, I think they're going to stink. I think 27 wins is right in the wheelhouse for them. I'm putting a lot of teams at the high 20s. That's where I live when I do these over-unders. Mm-hmm. Is that a unanimous under? It looks like hard we're just under. lots of unanimous uh, unders. On I do unanimous. not have a lot of analysis here other than to say the coach stinks, the front <laughs> office stinks, yeah. and the players stink. It's a trifecta. There That's you have it, boys. Recipe for an under. <laughs> I, I want to like the Bulls. I like some of their players quite a bit. But the best run they had featured a player that is no longer on the team mm-hmm. last year. I don't think there's, unless you think their acquisitions, which were laughable, will suddenly become great players. I don't see how you can bet this team up. They lost Glastraw Joe. Yeah. Uh, Marodich. I miss him already. He, yeah, no, but the, I, I think can't wait to talk about the Pelicans over under. They're going to they're gonna stink real bad. So let's move on to the next uh, really bad team in the East. How about your picks for the Orlando Magic? This team is an abomination in the sight of God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I strongly support them being moved to Seattle. I'm seconding that. You just don't want any Floridian counterparts, no. do you? I think if Orlando has an NBA team and Nashville doesn't, something's wrong with America. Look, if I somehow get talked into having a child and I have to go to Disney World, I need to have something to do down there. That's true. <laughs> Please. Oh, what, you want to watch Orlando play ball? Yes. Oh, you, you, I am a Grizzlies fan. <laughs> Take me into the grindhouse. Take me into the slaughterhouse. Self-loathing. How many human. wins, Keith? I got 28. Oh, so I am less optimistic than you. I, have I think at, I just got stuck typing 28. I have him at 26, despite my boy, Steve Clifford. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's your boy. I don't understand how this roster makes any sense. They have four. Terrence Ross is, is horrible. He's bad. Uh, DJ Augustine is I okay. Shop. I like Evan Fournier. I, I like, think Aaron Gordon's finally, I saw the, in the one game they played the Heat. Aaron Gordon looked at times, you know, kind of like an elite player, like a, you know, a top 30 player, top 25 player. Whoa. Um, a guy who can carry a game for a while. He's athletic. He can shoot. I um, simply want him to dunk in the dunk contest. That's all that's I want. That's all you want. I don't care anything else about him. But he, if he takes a leap, you know, whatever. But uh, Vegas has him at 31. What is going on? Guys. All right. I've, I feel bad that we've gone universe uh, unanimous under for like the last four. But 31 for the Orlando Magic is crazy town. Right. Well, I don't know what Chuck's doing yet. 
Uh, I am going hard under. Oh, <laughs> there hard you under. have it. There's <laughs> no way, uh, unless the roster changes and they can get rid of one of those big men and bring in a point guard that's better than DJ. I mean, their best player is Nick Vucevic. He is. But and he's also, they don't play. They don't want to play him. They, they don't. They play want him to trade. Him. His value yeah. is is good. Yeah, he needs to step back so the you know Jonathan Isaac and Mo Bamba get their tick. But yeah, I don't know. What Who might as well be the same player to me? <laughs> so wait, what was? Sorry, Chuck. What was the Chicago? Do you still have the Chicago? It was thirty. Number? Chicago is pinned for thirty wins. <laughs> so you're telling me Las Vegas? Mm-hmm. You're telling me the bookies? Nevada in Las Vegas, Nevada. With He's their, loading up his tape machine. With their <laughs> algorithms. They have they have the Cavs at 31, the Nets at 31, the Bulls at 30, the Magic at 31. That's all crazy. I mean <laughs> I'm sorry, the Nets are 32, Cleveland's 31, Magic that's my 31, okay. Bulls 30. And then the Knicks at 28. I mean, we, we pretty much know that they're not going to finish like that. NBA teams, we don't have 32, 31, 30, because some of these teams are going to pull the plug. Right. They yeah. really and are trying to get 20. us to go a certain direction. But right? it, I feel like five of those teams are going to tank. But what does tanking I mean, mean this year? With the new tank okay, rules so in place? When you try to lose instead so, of winning. No, no, no. no so I mean, so, so the bottom, the... Well, what it specifically means is the, the bottom three all have leveled odds. Okay, so the same chance of winning. Yeah. So it's going to be a nosedive to the bottom three. So the bottom three, and honestly, being bottom, the big cut is like five to six to seven. Right. Um, but like, so I, I feel like the tanking is going to be some weird five through eight tanking at the right. end. So yeah, they're hoping that teams don't pull the bottom out immediate because then they can hit... Like after the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So... I just feel like the Knicks, the Nets, the Bulls, the Cavs, the Magic, they're all going to want to tank at the end of it. Right. And it seems it seems likely what I guess what I'm trying to say is if more than two of those teams win over 31, that would blow my mind. Yeah. It almost seems like you just bet all five unders. Like we're weirdly we're unanimous yeah. undering all of them. Keith, I feel like 60% if you right. come up with a scheme. John, I'm gonna. <laughs> he's uh, like, he's like, say, you're preaching to the choir. Well, I mean, you're I would really Lord. like to do whatever it is. I I kind of zoned out for a second, but I heard you say something <laughs> about actually gambling. So right, right. Because you let's do let's talk after the show and let's do this. Okay, okay. <laughs> Last but not least, well, definitely least, <laughs> we have the Atlanta Hawks. If their over under is thirty, I'm gonna smack you in the face. Yeah, I'm gonna um, think you're at the wrong website. Are you back on Pornhub? <laughs> Is this Bang Bros? Yeah, <laughs> it's Brad. There's no way they can all be. This this is the team that I very confusingly tried to say. I think they're butter, but worse. But worse. Yeah. I think they could talent wise be better if they played their team last year. I think this year's team could theoretically beat last year's team. I don't think this team is going well, to who's win coaching any games. these teams. Uh, Lloyd Pierce. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I, I saw him on the sideline. Bo- Boyd Pierce? My snap judgment was, oh, I don't know about that guy. L- Lloyd Pierce used to be a rapper in G-Unit. I think. I have, Boyd Pierce used I to have, be the Houston wrestling announcer. <laughs> I have the Hawks trading Jeremy Lin to uh, the Suns. So that'll give him three wins. Uh, that's three <laughs> wins back. No, uh, I have the I have Atlanta Hawks as my last place team. They successfully outtake the New York Knicks as, and I have them at twenty three wins. And I'm certain too many. I'm certain the Vegas over under is going to be crazy to try to 
decide, am I, I actually going to go over or under? I think it'll be like, I think the Vegas over under is going to be around where you said it, but I'm going blackjack, 21 wins. I like it. Uh, this is one, once again, split decision. We've got 22 and a half wins. Uh, Keith getting it. the over they by a, a hair and John taking the under. Keith's living on the edge. They're going to be bad. They're, They're going to be, be so bad. Incredibly bad. I, so, so Slam Magazine put out this you know, funny high school... Can't uh, believe that still exists. ...superlative thing of like rookies, like uh, most likely to... Most like, likely to become a human testicle. Most Trey li- Young. <laughs> most likely to uh, score 20 a game was uh, Deion, uh, uh, Kevin Knox. 20 rebounds a game was DeAndre Ayton. 20 assists a game was Trey Young. That makes uh, sense. He's a great passer. He yeah, but he also may average twenty turnovers in his rookie year. Uh, I mean, I, 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 I they should have done something with his shooting percentage. <laughs> no, but he he point guard in the NBA is the hardest uh, thing for a rookie to uh, you know take on. It's the hardest position, and they're giving him full reign from the beginning. And he's going to make a bunch of mistakes, and they're going to lose a bunch of games. If they win twenty games, I'll be surprised. It's a transitional year for them in many, many ways. They don't need to win games. I'm sure they would like to win games, but not too many games. Uh, this is the worst team in the NBA. Yeah, hands down. So we're all maybe. So are we? Uh, Keith, are you sticking no, with your? That's over? a that is a that is a preview, a preview for, for next for, week's Western Conference for, 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 for what Western Conference. So. Uh, what dreams make Ooh, I'm trying to figure out. So my thing with the Hawks is I like Tareem Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Ken Bazemore is a player that someone should trade for and get. You know, two more years, whatever. He's, yeah. he's overpaid, but fine. He he, he can he can play wing. Like I'm trying to figure out if I can get get this the Hawks off some money. Pau Gasol for Jeremy Lin and right. Bazemore. Might as well Are work. you actively doing a trade machine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Thomas, gonna stay. Yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm gonna do. I, the over though at twenty two and a half. Twenty two and a half. I'm, I'm going to stick with the over. Yeah, I'm okay. going to stick with the over because so John and I went under. Um, somebody's got to lose all these games. All right, so that wraps up the Eastern Conference summary wise. Uh, the Celtics, we had John and Keith under fifty nine wins. The Raptors uh, two thirds over fifty five and a half wins. John and Chuck both went over. Unanimous under Sixers fifty four wins. Uh, we had two thirds over on the Bucks forty eight and a half. We had two thirds under the Pacers forty eight. Two thirds under the Wizards forty five and a half. We had unanimous over Miami forty three and a half. Two thirds under Pistons thirty eight and a half. Unanimous under, get ready, unanimous time. Uh, unanimous <laughs> under Hornets, 35. Unanimous under Nets, 32. Unanimous under on the Cavs at 31. Unanimous under on the Bulls at 30. Unanimous under the Magic at 31. a large investment. Unanimous under the Knicks at 28. No, did you, you said 29. Did you stick with that? What's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh so, nine, so two-thirds under on the Knicks. Don't remind me. And then two-thirds under on the Hawks. Keith is going fifteen and fifteen this year. We're uh, we're we're gonna we're going to keep recording our Western Conference, and we'll release those uh, on Monday. So not a full week. You don't have to wait. I guess announcement wise, par fadeaway things again. Last chance. Sign up for fantasy basketball at patreon.com slash fast break breakfast you have until friday uh tomorrow october 12th at 5 p.m to join uh either a regular head-to-head league and or the i shop negative 
Fantasy League. Also, if you sign up at the fantasy level, you get the free episodes of Ground Chuck. All right, you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter at Fast Break Break. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. Keith, you went over on the Hawks. Ah! Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Fast break, break, man. You understand? Buying tickets online for sports and concerts has never been easier thanks to SeatGeek. They've created an amazing app and website that makes ticket buying easier than it has ever been. They pull all the tickets available on other sites in the one place so you never miss a deal, and more importantly, you aren't wasting time. You can even set alerts for upcoming events, and they'll let you know if ticket prices fall. Even better, every ticket on SeatGeek is ranked based on value, so you can immediately find underpriced seats. And before you buy, you can use SeatGeek's detailed maps to see the view from your seat. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone, and I use it all the time. SeatGeek is always honest and upfront about the price. You get to see the full ticket price from start to finish, and they never surprise you with big fees at the checkout page. Now, here's the best part about SeatGeek for all of you out there listening to the Fast Break Breakfast. My listeners who make their first SeatGeek purchase get a $20 rebate. And to get it, all you have to do is download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, then enter promo code Fast Break Break. SeatGeek will then send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. It does not get any easier than that. So download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code Fast Break Break today. 